Hello and welcome to episode 159 of the Live to Walk Again podcast. My name is Jeremy Dixon, your host as always. And with me today, again in studio, we got Ricardo Benavides. Ricardo, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jeremy. Thanks for having me here today. Unfortunately, we don't have Brandon. He's out doing something good for his family again. Brandon is on vacation. Brandon Guys, Stevens, that's, oh, that's yeah. perfectly, you know. Orlando, got, they're in Orlando again. I know we could call him a slacker, but. So him and our friend Joe, friend of the podcast, Joe Simonette, uh, they booked a, like some kind of real estate conference in in sunny Orlando, Florida, uh, and had set themselves up to leave on uh, Mother's Day. And I, I like my theory is that they just didn't realize that it was that was Mother's Day when they booked the the trip and the, the plane tickets so they ended up taking their wives and their children with them and uh they yeah now they're staying for a couple extra days and going to orlando whatever florida theme oh, do, parks do the and parks. all that stuff yeah, yeah. yeah trying to make up for not knowing that it was mother's day exactly exactly but so. that's exactly what a mother wants right is to be burdened with her kids <laughs> in the hot forest with a bunch of other children running <laughs> yeah, around exactly, at, uh, yeah. in theme parks yeah what no. a gift brandon <laughs> and joe yeah good job guys way to work that one through yeah <laughs> anyway so yeah man um you know another we got another great guest today that we'll get to in just a second i so this morning ricardo i um, I have a hospital bed I use most of the time. I also have like a, um, a secondary kind of backup bed with like a memory foam mattress that has a head you can elevate and things like that. Um, so I can sit up in it if I need to. But I was in my hospital bed and the thing just quit. The head and foot mechanisms quit working. So I was like stuck sitting straight up in bed and like like how the hell am I gonna get dressed? Like what am I gonna do here? So I had to hit like this little CPR release to like flatten the bed out, which is a wild ride. Let me tell you, alarms go off. Right? No, no alarms go off, but it like f- lowers you flat quick. Like oh. it's like boom, you're down. So had to do that, and then the guy came out to look at it and uh, couldn't get it to work. And he's like, ah, probably get some some the parts, you know, within 45 days. I was like. This is a, you know, life of, of somebody with a disability in this country. You got to wait for insurance to approve, and yep. doctors got to write a prescription for all. Just ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, hoping that uh, that that gets sorted out in the not too distant future. So, well, it's expensive being uh, disabled, right? Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week with uh, Donovan. And how, you know, like, it's such a godsend that he's got the, has turned this parts, uh, motocross parts company into this, like, multi-million dollar uh, conglomerate, I guess, so that he can, you know, he's able, I'm sure he's able to to pay for his own insurance and and be able to, uh, you just, yeah, cover cover all the day-to-day things that, yeah. Caregivers are expensive. Oh, God, yeah. You know, one of the things you don't want to have is the, caregiver that's just doing it for the beer money right <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely i think carrie that and that's you know we should probably dive into that someday about you know caregivers are definitely under underappreciated i think and um well they're you know, underpaid underpaid There's, for sure yeah. yeah it's it's ridiculous so they need to uh yeah we need and to I, and i think it's gonna treat be a them real better problem as the population ages right Oh yeah, you know, you're gonna need more and more people that are willing to do that kind of work that 
you know, that want to take care of an aging population. Because as you get older, you know, things start giving out hips, knees, brains, you know. Absolutely. People are going to need a lot of help. And if you don't treat people with respect, you know, that's a problem. And respect is pay, dignity, all those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, well, um, you know, hopefully that thing gets sorted out quickly with with the bed i'm i'm just praying that 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 well, we I get got that a, i got an extra floor jack we can bring in there we go yeah, and just know. pump it up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway so um yeah today's guest ricardo i'm i'm super excited i know you listened to the interview already um we got tiffany cooper on i have been following her for a while on on instagram and she has basically been doing something very similar to what we do on the live to walk again podcast Um, but she just is doing it with instagram live videos where she'll have somebody come onto her instagram live and just yeah have a conversation talk about you know how the person was injured um and just yeah kind of uh shine a light on the kind of the issues facing quadriplegics specifically because she said she felt like uh you know paraplegics get a lot more kind of shine in the community or whatever you want to call right. it and uh that there's not like a quadriplegic specific um kind of show like that so uh, i've i was i definitely applaud her for that and i might be going on her instagram live show one of these days so i'm looking forward to that as well but uh, yeah, what did you think of the interview? I thought it was a great interview. She was very um, friendly, bubbly. I thought it was a great... It, she seemed a little nervous. She thought she would be a little nervous and stuff, but uh, I thought it was a great interview. She was very I, open, yeah. which was amazing. You know, uh, A lot of your guests are, um, but you have that way of opening it up. I mean, I think she kind of turned it around on you and interviewed you a little bit. Yeah, so. she did. She was... That was yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I always get that. Like you, when you're the one asking the questions, and then all of a sudden it's like you're you're getting interviewed too. Like it's it's got to be, it's different. You know, it's it's yeah. very strange. So, um, yeah, no, she she was great, and and uh, I really enjoyed our conversation. She's just yeah, like very uh, contagious personality, and um, you know her. Yeah, she's very uh, very open and and just awesome, awesome. Uh, young lady and I had a great time speaking with her and well, let's uh well let's get to the interview here real quick and then we'll talk a little bit more on on the other side that sounds good Jeremy all right this week on the live to walk again podcast we are so excited to visit with Tiffany Cooper uh, Tiffany is an advocate a mother and a spinal cord injury survivor Tiffany welcome to the show thank you thank you for having me yeah, I'm so excited to do this. This is great. Um, you know, I, I've i been following you for a little while on Instagram and stuff, and I just wanted to, yeah, I thought it would, you'd be a great person to have on the show. And, you know, so yes, for, yes, yes. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't already, you know, kind of know your story or isn't following you um, already on social media, you know, can you tell us a little bit about how you were injured and, you know, when that yes. happened? Yes, yeah, so 2009. Me and my friend were going out to a club. Um, it was March 28th. We go out and then, um, well, you know, the club closed, waiting for a car in ballet. These ladies were arguing over shoes. She gets in her car. She drove off normally, came back around, hit five of us, and I got hit the worst. So I flew in the windshield, 
when she hit the side of the pole, I flew five feet head first and landed back. And um, yeah, I still at that time was still trying to get up. I didn't process like what happened to me. And so I remember this guy came and at that time I had a boyfriend and I was like, hey, can you tell him to call my kid's father? And then I woke up three days later and that's when he told me what happened. Oh my gosh. So, so somebody just, yeah. you, you were all waiting for a car and somebody just mm-hmm. drove up and, and yeah. hit you out of, yeah. God. Out of a, yeah. And it was the wrong, wrong lady at the time. Oh. And so thank God it happened. Thank God it didn't happen because the girl didn't have no insurance. The car wasn't hers. It took us like six months for us to even find her. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. what, I want to get to that a little bit more in a, in a minute, but so, so what level um, injury did you sustain in the, in the accident? I am a C3 to C7. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it's... so back then we're talking about 14 years ago, they didn't have the equipment that they have now. So I was, it was horrible. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah. they take you to the hospital and you, so you just wake up three days later and have they already mm-hmm. like done like surgery yeah. to stabilize your spinal cord and everything at mm-hmm. this point? I had a trach that had to go through my, had to go through my neck just to put a, what, like a plate in the back of my neck to hold my neck still. And so I was on a trach for, ooh, six and a half months. That was horrible. Oh, God. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, yeah. yeah. I lucked out and didn't have to, like, I mean, I they had to intubate me for a while, but I didn't have to actually get the, the tracheotomy. Really? So. I don't even know what happened to you. Like, I always see your pictures, and I always see you're doing great. I never really knew what happened to you. Yeah, I got injured back in 1998 in a, um, in oh, wow. a uh, drunk, I was riding with a friend, and we, you know, we were seniors in high school, and we had been been drinking and I was riding with him and um just yeah we got in a, ended up getting in a head-on collision and um mm-hmm. yeah I, just, I broke my oh neck. so you've been a quad for a while yeah yeah I'm I know I always joke that I'm one of the OGs still so it's still going on I think that's awesome did they give you like any time that because when I first got hurt and I woke up they were like well I was so bad I told me I had three years to live and it was like, man, so just to see the progress. And I think it's just amazing what technology in your body can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, like, I think it's so much, you know, for people that get injured now, I mean, even, even a little more so than when you were injured in, in 2009, it's like social media, like opens up so many more doors for people to, you know, kind of get questions answered, um, you know, see how other people are are doing you know, transfers yeah. and all this different stuff. So um, that's been such a blessing. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's been a long, yeah. well, been a long road, but yeah, I mean, things could, you know, it's, it's. So how long have you been a quad? Since 1998. How many years is that? Like 25. I just had my 25th uh, life day. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Oh, so you were like, and you were a teen. Yeah, I was so I was I just I turned eighteen like two months before my accident. So Oh my goodness. Yeah. Precious. Yeah, it's just crazy. You know, life is uh life life is definitely a precious thing. So Yes, it is, yeah. 
But yeah, so Tiffany, um, after after the accident, and you you know you wake up a few days later after after your surgery and stuff. You know, where did you did they put you right into rehab? Um, where where did you do that mm-hmm. rehab at? Like where I guess where were you when you know what are, were you in? I know you're in Las Vegas now. Is that where you were injured at? Yeah, I was in Las Vegas, and it was so bad. I was in a well. I was in and out facilities. I didn't get to go home till a year and a half. I had caught two bed sores, stage four, on the left side of me. You know, we didn't really know about not like turning and your skin. I didn't. We didn't. I wasn't educated on that at all. So it it was really really bad. It was bad. Man, man. So so, where did you uh, go through the rehab process at? And like, how long were you? So you you were in rehab for. I guess for close to a year dealing with like the bed. I was a year and a half. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have rehab just because how bad it was. I think I was just, I just couldn't wait to go home, but going home was not what I suspected. We all think like, Oh, we're going to be our number lives. No, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that leads me to my next question anyway. What, you know, what is that transition like? Because, you know, it's like when you're in the hospital, I feel like, yeah, you get that kind of false sense of security. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, you have that security blanket where you can call like a nurse at any time of the yeah. day or night. And, and yeah, you know, you what, know at that what, time, we come close with the CNAs. You come really close with the people that help you every day. That, that's all you really know, you know. Right. So it was it was tough. Yeah. So are you, you know, when you, when you come out of the hospital, are you able to go back to the home that you were living in prior? No, no. To move somewhere mm-hmm. else? I actually moved with my dad after, because I had to do hyperbaric chamber. I had the wound closed. I got, I, I'm sorry. I got the flap done to close both the bed sores because those bed sores would have killed me. So when it closed, I had to get a colostomy bag. That's like where you use the bathroom at because when I went to the bathroom, it said it opened up the stitches. So I had to get a colostomy bag. I cried like a baby. Oh my God. I cried so bad. And then um, I had to hyperbaric chamber for six months. I healed completely. I moved with my dad in California, Sacramento. And then that's when life really began. Okay, so you moved with your dad to Sacramento? Yeah, so I flew from Vegas to Sacramento. Actually, I became really close with a caregiver. So she was able to go fly with me out there. She stayed with me for a week and a half, teaching my dad and my stepmom, like, you know, the pills I had to take, the the turning, you know, the basic stuff that they had no idea, you know. Right. Wow, that well, that's got to be like a total, um, you know, shock to your it was system. Horrible. Going to another, yeah. yeah, having to move, you know, to another yeah. state, and and yeah, I mean, not, you know, yeah. not where you were used to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I know that you, and I know you, you kind of uh, posted on your social media and stuff of your your two beautiful children that you have, yeah. and so what? I mean, what is that like? I, I always, you know, am. am so impressed it, by people that you know have have suffered this injury that still have have children you have to take care of them I mean you can't just yeah. 
you know, for some of us like myself, you know, we're just thinking about ourselves and trying to get through, mm-hmm. but you know, that added stress of having, you know, to take care of like other lives as well. Like, yeah. What, what was that? What was that like for you? How'd you deal with it? I was very fortunate to have the kids before the accident, but I do see a lot of quads that do get pregnant and have kids. I personally, I couldn't do it. I felt like if I can't take care of myself, how is I taking care of a child? But you actually can. So my son was three at the time and my daughter was six. So they were really little. So they couldn't really see me in a facility because I had all type of infections. You know, I didn't really know. I had, I see them out through the window for about a year. And then um, once I got home, it, I actually hate to say this, but I didn't know how to be a mom. I've been gone for so long, like you lose that touch. But then I think once, I think once like the month went by, it was like, they didn't see my chair, they saw their mom. And so it became easier and easier. You know, they helped me up all the time. And, but they're grown now, so it's like, it's a little different. So. You go through the fussing, the fighting, the the school, the basically you're raising your children, but it's hard because I have to have 24 hour caregivers. So not only do I have children, we've been through so many caregivers throughout my life. So it's kind of like they're helping me raise the kids as well, you know, but I don't regret it, you know. Were, so were they able, they were able to move with you then out to Sacramento with your dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad picked them up first throughout the four months. And then once I got healed, I came out there a month later. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, yes. So at what point did you, I guess, move back to Las Vegas after um, moving out with your dad to Sacramento? Yeah, so I had so many infections and I felt like, I thought like I was coming back to be with somebody I thought was going to work out. That's why I moved back to Vegas. So that didn't work out. I'm like, okay, you know what? I bought a house and I just started living life little by little, you know, trying to get to know who Tiffany was, who my children were, who I guess just trying to figure out life because I was only 27 at the time. So yeah, it was it was completely changed. Wow. But I I don't regret moving back out here. I do not regret it at all. Yeah. I felt like I became more stronger. <clears throat> I became my faith has been so much better than it was. And then watching my children grow. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so you know, going back to the accident and and this woman like hitting you and a group of yeah. and a group of women that were just waiting for a car to get there. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and you said that they didn't catch her for six months. Um, yeah. Were like, is she in jail now? Like, I mean, what what is what was that like? I mean, that's got to be just crazy. I mean, yeah. Like the stress. So of, it took us. So we got to, so when I say thank God it happened, thank God it didn't, I got to sue the casino because it never, they gave her car key when she was intoxicated and it never blocked, when I had gotten to the injury, 
and never blocked it off as the crime scene. So you have all these people coming over to me who I had no idea who they were. So with that said, she we caught her, she went to jail. This is so like a touchy subject because everybody has like something to say about this. So what happened was we had we had a court date coming up. She's in there for a year and a half, and they were like, Well, Tiffany, do you want to press more charges or do you want to release her? I let her go. I felt like it's crazy. I felt like the situation with me was never gonna change. You know, and I felt like I knew that she had children and I just felt like maybe that's something that she could live with. You know, and um when we had she had reached out to me, she never apologized to me. She was just like, Well, I thank you. Well no, she's like, Well, I miss my kid's life. And so it's kinda like, Well, dang, like I let this girl be released for like attempted murder, you know, I just survived it. And so I feel like to forgive her, my situation, I let her go. Yeah. Wow. Was my family, was my family pissed off? Absolutely. Yeah. But I always said they, they weren't in my shoes at the time. And I felt like what was going to change, you know, what was going to change? Wow. You've got a huge yeah. heart, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Trust yeah. me, my family, my they were upset with me, but I just felt like at that time, it wasn't going to change nothing. Right. You know? I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. And like the fact that you let her, you know, raise her mm -hmm. children and stuff, that's, yeah. that's so big of you. Um, yeah. to, be able to, to be able to do that without, yeah. I'm, that, yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. Got Anybody bad. else? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I get it i get it i i still get it yeah. yeah yeah no that that's really big of you um yeah i was wondering uh what you know i i know you've you've documented kind of your journey through this um off and on on social media and you know what what was that like you know kind of putting yourself out there and and being willing to to share some of the stuff that you go through um, on a day-to-day -day basis and you know like I saw you uh, had posted something uh, um, on Instagram a couple years ago about like figuring out how to shave your legs because like so many things yeah. like, especially things like women have to deal with with this injury that yeah. you know men don't have to like I wouldn't even have thought of that like you know like yeah, yeah. Like, ugh, uh, women still want to shave at the end legs. of the day at the end of the day just because you're in a chair it is not me you have to let yourself go right. I've seen so many women let themselves go. And me being who I was, that was not going to happen. So I felt like I get up every single day. I do a makeup. I get dressed. I don't miss a day. I felt like I pray to God when I was get up the facility, I was like, God, if you let me out of here, I promise you I will get up every day. And it's been 14 years. I get up every single day. And I also feel like I had a daughter. So I don't want her to felt like she couldn't, I don't know, like feel sorry for me or I just let myself go to where like I'm not doing nothing with myself. And I don't want to raise a young lady like that either. I want her to know like just because your mom's in a chair does not mean life ends, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any kids? I don't. No. I No? I was, well, I was, yeah, I mean, I was injured when I was 18, so I was, I yeah. mean, 
luckily I didn't have any children yet. So, and I, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I, that just feels like an added stress that I don't need right now. But But you know what though? People say that, but when you have a little you, it changes, you know? I bet. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it, but I just, yeah, not, not at this point yet. So. Have you dated with women with children? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have a girlfriend now that, um, and she has a daughter. Okay. Uh, in her twenties, so yeah, she's. Uh, okay. I, I've known her. I've known them since you know, basically for my entire injury. So. Um, I always, I always felt like it's harder for a woman to date than a man. I always felt that way. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how. I never really thought about it one way or the other, but yeah, I don't right. know. Have, have you dated um, since being in, in your, uh, well, I, I guess oh, you, yeah. you came out, yeah, you Absolutely. said you came out yeah. to Vegas, back out to Vegas, mm-hmm. pursuing a relationship, yeah. so that's yeah. great, uh, that's great. Um, you know, what, uh, how did people, like family and friends and stuff, how did they react, I guess, to when you did start documenting your journey, and even like other people in the community that have spinal cord injuries like did you get a lot of positive feedback um I really do I actually I talk to other quadriplegics I feel like we don't get recognized as much as paraplegics do I feel like as quads we go through so much that people don't understand you know so to document that to what we're going through for the UTIs for the I don't know how we take how we get up every day our lives have completely changed. And people just see that out. Like, looking at you, I would never think you were quadriplegic. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. So it's kind of nice to to see that, you know, we're out there, but we right. we could do just as much as you guys can, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with you. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, you know, like, yeah, seeing you from the, you know, from the shoulders up, like you, I would never yeah. say you were quadriplegic. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, that's great. And, and yeah, talk a little bit about when, when did you kind of start um, doing the Instagram live where you, uh, your Instagram lives where you uh, interview other, other quadriplegics? Like when, when did you start doing that? And, and what, you know, I, I guess I'm assuming it's just to like kind of get more recognition and, and. Yeah. So there was this guy, there was this guy named Kevin. He had, um, he's a paraplegic. And I see that he was telling stories about people in wheelchairs. So I did a one-on-one, or he did a YouTube with me. I explained my story. And he was like, so what do you want to do with your life? I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know. I've always wanted to go live, but I was just too shy. So that's what made me like, you know what? I just want to reach out to other quadriplegics. You know, so that's what made me do that. That's great. Yeah. And how long ago did you, to, did you start that? And like, how many time? Uh, how many episodes have you done? Or I don't know if you call them episodes or just. Well, that is, it's probably done like maybe 10. I'm either on Facebook or Instagram. Um, podcast is a little tough. I feel like you have to be, I don't know. I feel like going on live where other people can see you. I feel like it's so much better because like with podcasts, a lot of people don't want to sit through that, listen to it, or they skip over it. And so, yeah, that, that's what made me do it. I got you. Tiffany, you're killing me. This is a podcast. I'm hoping people listen. 
it's into it. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But, no, no, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Podcasts is a little different, you know. Yeah, I, I under yeah, no, totally. Because yeah, I'll I'll like pop in on on you know even because people can catch like a just a, a few minutes of yeah. your live like while they're you mm-hmm. know like running errands or whatever. Like I I've yeah. watched a few of them just kind of in and out, like you know, and then pop back in and and watch the rest of it. But um, no, that that's very cool. And so. You know, I I know I was also going, I was snooping back through your Instagram and I saw um, that you, uh, you know, like just kind of your, your rehabilitation type stuff and that you were actually able to, to kind of balance on mm-hmm. all fours and, and do that. And that's something like a lot of quadriplegics can't do. Like, so yeah. um, are you, so are you an incomplete or a complete injury? Of incomplete. Okay. So I still... Yeah. And so have you gotten, um, have you, have you noticed that, uh, like, have you gotten more back, like, since um, that initial, like, year, you know, year period that um, they always say that, you know, you, that's when you're going to get the most back or um, as far as function goes, or. uh, I feel like it's been the same, but no, I can't say that. I, I don't know. I feel like I can balance myself more than I could um you know the older you get I feel like the harder it is so I don't know if you deal with that I don't know if you deal with like bone density I just found out I have um on the UTIs I don't like I drink a lot of water cranberry they just keep coming back and I would never understand why yeah but yeah do you deal with UTIs yeah all like yeah a lot like few at least a few times a year um yeah do you have a catheter i have a super pubic catheter oh me too um, yeah stomach yeah um and i just actually got that like last year um and like almost a year ago exactly and uh, how do you like it i i'm super happy with it um yeah just like mentally not having a catheter in my penis like helps helps my oh brain. yeah 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 so, oh so i didn't know you had that yeah, i do want to get the idea. one that you it goes to the belly button you can catheter the belly button uh i haven't yeah i don't know about that one but the, this one the super I'm pubic scared. one yeah the super pubic one like goes just below my belly button i guess yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah that's so mm-hmm. um and that yeah it seems to work pretty well and I haven't had you know too many problems with it so and i i think my actually the utis have gone down a bit since i got that so that's see that's good it's pretty good do you change it every month or how how, yeah. how is your routine once a month yeah me too yep. you? same with you yeah do you change it at home or you go to the urology uh, a nurse comes to the house and does it okay me too yeah yeah that's good that's good so, um so yeah so you have you said you have 24 hour um uh, Care. caregivers mm-hmm. that's great mm-hmm. and is that like something that you have to pay for out of pocket or yeah. are you yeah that's tough that's tough it sucks yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt they're so expensive like no. i didn't understand like i would see people in wheelchairs but they were like older or they were probably born with it i've never really seen nobody that's in our situation so I thought, like, being disabled, it's so expensive. It is. It's crazy. I don't get it. 
It is crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, because I feel like they mark everything up. It's like you know, you could have something like a, a like shower utensil, for instance. Yeah, a shower bench is going to cost like you know one amount of money for but then when you say oh a medical shower bench it's going to be you know 10 times more expensive yeah well. but um so yeah you know i've been i've started asking people this question tiffany and i'm just like i wonder i want to know what your day-to-day life looks like now are you like you know how much time per week are you spending kind of like you know working out or re, re- rehabbing as much as possible and um yeah. You know, like what? Yeah. So what? What is what does Tiffany's day look like on, on just a, a random day? I know you. That's so cool. So October twenty fourth of last year. Well, the past four years, I've had a bed sore on the right side of me. It was it's like a like a quarter size. It would never heal. Mm. No matter how much debris I got, the bandages. So I decided to get the flap done. That was the most toughest two months of my life but I'm glad I did it. So with that being said, I enjoy life more without having to worry about infections and all that. So my caregiver comes in at seven. She cooks breakfast. Well, sometimes, and I get up, I get dressed, brush my teeth. I get up and I don't know. I just like about to run errands, something like that. I do that or but it's do been you, so cold. So do you have a uh, do you have like a wheelchair accessible van that you can get uh, in and yeah. out of the news? So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So we have a Mercedes Sprinter. Oh, nice. Don't, don't ask. My dad's my dad's idea. Okay. He took that's... out the back. Well, we got the back seats taken out. He put a, a lift on the back. And so when I go in the van, there's a lock right there to, to lock me in. So all my caregivers drive. So yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um yeah, and I would imagine like Las Vegas is probably like since there's so many like tourists in and out, there's it's probably pretty wheelchair accessible compared to a lot of No, it, it's really not. No. Really? Really? Wow. No, no. But you know, living here for so many years, I don't go to a strip. I don't, you know, I mean it's like I'm not sure where you're from, but you see something all the time that's not what you really want to do right and i get scared of covid like i never want to catch covid ever again like that was horrible did you you caught it once already i caught it last year and it was horrible horrible uh yeah did you catch it like i just got it got it um I, i spent like six weeks in the hospital like right after the first of the year be- with uh an oh ulcer. my god really yeah with an ulcer that had burst in my stomach and so like waiting for that to heal I was in in the hospital for for six weeks and got out and then two or three days later I got sick but it was like very very wow. mild and I didn't even think it was COVID and until like everybody around me got sick and I was like I better mm-hmm. check and make sure and it was yeah sure enough I had I had COVID it, it was I mean it really didn't feel like much more than a cold thank God but mm-hmm. you know I definitely don't even want to don't even want to play with it but, heck no but you know us being a quad we have trouble coughing right. so I remember that my caregiver was at my oh my daughter to have to come and press my stomach for mm. me to cough. It was horrible. 
but it took like what a week just to get back together. Yeah. Because you know, as quads, we really don't. I don't get sick. Yeah, I you never. Know. I knock on wood again. Yeah, I never. I've right. I, I've gotten sick. No, for real. Yeah, I got sick one time. Yeah, I mean, I literally got sick. I've gotten sick once in the twenty-five years, and I ended up with pneumonia. That was like six or seven. Oh gosh. And that was that was pretty terrible. But yeah. Yeah. I, but I think once you get start, I think once you get pneumonia, you're kind of susceptible to that again. So I'm. That, that's I had I'm, that when I was 27. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it's definitely bad. Definitely bad. Well, uh, you know, Tiffany, I'm so yeah. I, I think what you're doing is amazing with the with the Instagram yeah. lives. And I, hope I everybody... definitely definitely have to do a live with you. I cannot wait. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> Just let me know. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I would. And be... I tell people. People are like, "Well, are you gonna ask me a whole bunch of questions?" To me, I like to have fun. I don't yeah. want to be like, "Oh, so where did you go?" I want you to smile. I want you to laugh. I want you to like, you know what? I had a really good time with her. You know, because people don't see that. They. Th- I don't. I don't know how to explain this. I guess I want to say is, we're no different. We're just in a chair, right. you know, and we can laugh we smile we cry we go through everything we did when we was walking you know right yeah are your hands contracted what's that are your hands contracted yeah a little bit not not too bad um but yeah i mean i a little bit are are you how bad are yours yeah mine are contracted yeah. yeah but i do everything with them i my makeup i eat i do not let it stop me at all that's awesome yeah yeah, it almost helps a little bit like them but the, when I feel like when they get a little bit tight you can you can do a lot more stuff with them so yeah it's kind of kind of weird you know it's yeah the, <laughs> there other people wouldn't even know like, what the hell are you guys talking about <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure uh, yeah I was wondering so that's uh, that's a question I have for you too I that I've yeah I've had a couple other people that do do podcasts or do um mm-hmm. shows on 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 my show and you know, I'm curious, like, I, I'm like, bad when it comes to when people are asking me questions. It's like, I feel like, really? like you just said, like, well, oh, like, you know, everybody's like, Oh, well, what are you gonna ask me? Um, yeah. So like, is it how is it for you, like having kind of the tables turned on you and me asking you questions, as opposed to you asking other people? You know, so funny, I was so shy. <laughs> I was like, I don't what am I gonna say? What, how am I gonna answer the question? It's crazy. I'm so used to asking them questions and like, oh, okay, I can relate. But when you get asked questions, it's kind of like, dang. But I think it's so awesome, though. I do. I think it's great because we don't realize how we could change somebody's life, you know. Right. So I'm so proud of you. No, I feel the same way about you, Tiffany. I think uh, I love your, you know, your... uh your personality and your kind of glow yeah. is just infectious so it's uh, it's you. great to finally get to speak with you um yeah give yes. everybody yeah give everybody your uh your social media channels real quick before we before we go and i'll, I'll link them all, all right. to, the, to the show show notes as well for so. right so i have on my facebook is tiffany cooper which is my government name <laughs> and i think on instagram on Instagram, I think it's Janae, oh my God, 11, oh my goodness. I think it's Janae, 1981, 
I think it's a. I actually have eleven. It. It's eleven okay. seven eight one. Yes. So the eleventh because I was born in November. The seventh is the day I was born, and eighty one is the year. Okay. That's why I did that. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm forty. Oh my god, I'm forty one. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, I am so thankful for for everything you're doing. Uh, for yes, our community and, and, and for, for taking some time out of your day to be willing to come on. No problem. Well, yeah, well, let's Yeah, I definitely, anytime you want to do an Instagram live, I'm, I'm here for it. So. Okay. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, well, Tiffany Cooper, thank you again. I thank you so much. And, and yeah, we'll definitely catch up again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, sweetie. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was Tiffany Cooper. Uh, I want to just thank her again. I mean, what just an insane story, too, right? About her oh, yeah. out with her girlfriends, and one of her friends gets in an argument with a, another lady who'd been highly intoxicated, it sounds like, and what over shoes. shoes. They yeah, were arguing over, over shoes, shoes. Yeah. and the, the woman circled the block and came back and just plowed her car into this group of women. And I mean, it's like... I can't even imagine like anybody making me mad enough over shoes to do something or over anything really to right. drive a car into a group of people. Like it would, well, like, what the hell? There's a couple things, a couple takeaways from this interview with uh, Tiffany that really are inspiring. Uh, one is um, she gets up every morning and puts her face on and wants to be normal. Right. But you know what, uh, what everybody wants to do. Right. You know, does her makeup. She wants to be beautiful. She's a woman, right? She wants to do those things that make her feel great, right? As much as she can, being a quadriplegic. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, just like you, you can't hold hatred towards the person that did this or was partly responsible for what happened to you. Right. She's forgiven that person. You know, that takes a lot, man. It takes a lot. And so... Because I think that's allowed her to move forward, right? And I think that's really part of it. Is usually you're not forgiving that person, but you're allowing yourself to be set free from that. Well, right? and like even yeah, I mean even like her situation so much tougher to yeah. forgive someone because that person was trying to injure these people, right? Yes. Like on some level, like it was intentional. Yeah, it was an intentional thing. Like in my situation, it was just wrong kind of wrong place wrong time my friend you know riding with my friend in a and he was drinking and so was i and you know obviously our judgment was not at the uh at the peak of of its uh well when you're 18 none of you that's not drinking (laughs) very true very true um so yeah i mean it uh yeah i mean i yeah for her to be able to forgive the woman that that did that is is remarkable and her journey, you know, in recovery, right, was pretty remarkable. You know, she had two kids, right? I, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I always feel when somebody has children, no matter how they get injured, whether it's, a, you know, one of these crazy gunshots or a car accident or something, when there's children involved, you know, and she talks about that and how to be a mother and stuff again, you know, it's uh, pretty inspiring, you know, so. It really is. It really is. I'm, uh, I'm definitely in awe of her, and, uh, you know, I think that, everything she she's doing is great and and i hope she keeps it up with the with the instagram live shows that she's doing and um yeah i mean it's it's a really a breath of fresh air to see that and 
And I hope she does interview you because I want to see that beautiful blue eyes out there <laughs> on the small screen or yeah. big screen. Jeremy. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jeremy is a heck of a good-looking kid. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. Don't don't uh, don't, don't ever forget it. it. Don't, don't ever know, no, it. I was gonna say don't ever forget it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, I did. Uh, I was lucky enough yesterday to talk to. Uh, our friend, friend of the podcast, Adrian Garcia, uh, through text messaging, and he's um, he was actually the last person we interviewed before my extended hospital stay after I got so sick, um, and he just shot me a text and checking in and seeing how I was doing, and um, we talked for a while, but he's getting ready to go to Craig Hospital uh, there in Colorado for a week or two. And he's going to be participating in an epidural stimulation study, nice. which is very cool. So he was talking about um, once he goes and does that, and it's, and it's later. I think it's like early summer when he's going. But uh, we're going to have him back on the show to talk a little bit about what that all entailed and, and how it went for him and see hear about, hear about that, which would be very cool. Very brave, you know, to be um, involved in. Um, well, you know, I, I don't want to say guinea pig, but I mean, these are new procedures and technologies that mm-hmm. you guys are willing to put yourself out for, for the good of everybody else, right? Because yeah. there's no guarantees with this injury, right? Just like you, you're, you know, you had a, a medical procedure, some medicine used on your spinal cord um, that we didn't know about right, right afterwards, right? And it was experimental. Yeah, the Cygen. Yeah. Um which they don't even use anymore, but I definitely, you know, attribute that to not not being on a ventilator. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, definitely a huge thing. And like, that was the thing with, you know, with, with Donovan, you hear about um, people initially being on a ventilator. And he said, I think he was on a ventilator for the first six months or something um, after his injury. And then finally was able to start breathing on his own, um, after building up his lung strength or whatnot. So, and I, there's another woman that, um, I've been trying to get on the show and she was telling me how she has, um, basically was able to get like a diaphragm stimulator put in that oh. tries to help. Cause she's like a C1 quadriplegic, which is the very, you know, the highest you can get. Um, and she was talking about how that they're hoping that that over time, and she's only been injured for a couple of years as well, and they think like she's able to turn the ventilator off for, for a short amount, you know, for an hour or two here and there. So, okay. um, they think that she'll be able to start breathing on her own again as well, which is great. So, um, that you know, just that they have the technology to be able to put in a diaphragm stimulator or whatever it's called, and yeah, and get people breathing again on their own. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was feel I'm feeling lucky today, man. Feeling good. Well, feeling, you know, thankful. I don't know. Well, I, every day I get up, <laughs> I feel that way, Jeremy. Yeah. You know, I mean, not because I'm able-bodied, it's just that I'm able to get up. <laughs> so. Right, right. <laughs> you know. Right, that's so, funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, shoot, man, I'm, I'm. You know, another fantastic guest this week, Ricardo, and got another great one next week. I have a, a doctor of physical therapy that's coming on the show. 
got some other great guests in the not too distant future so be on the lookout for that but viking a real life viking coming on the show oh that'll be great yeah <laughs> that'll be great there's one thing that i just wanted to touch on um real quick with tiffany mm-hmm. is that her injury was what how many years ago i want to say was it 2014 14, yeah 2014 so it's been you know 12 years yeah something like that but um what i wanted to say was uh, well no and it's been uh, nine years, something like that. Um, the uh, thing that uh, she talked about was she has full-time caregivers, right? Mm-hmm. And I often wonder, um, you know, the expense associated with that. And, you know, because I know you don't have full-time caregivers, and that worries me sometimes, right? So, because, you know, if there's a fire or some kind of emergency, you know, for instance, your bed this morning, right? Not working. You know, what would have happened if Ron wasn't here and you tried to move it and it screwed up, right? So, right. So, I mean, I think that's the thing that we need to advocate for in this podcast and anybody who's out there is for the Medicare, Medicaid uh, bills out there. Get Call your representatives and say, hey, you know what? We need to help these people with disabilities, quadriplegics, paraplegics to help make their lives better. So, yeah, couldn't agree more, man. I didn't mean to get all more. political and stuff on that like that, but I mean, I just think that it's really important that that people understand the struggles that you go through. Not you, yeah. but everybody else in this community. Right. I mean, yeah, we all deal with it. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things that that we did, we really shouldn't have to deal with, but we do. So, yeah. like your bed this morning, right? Yeah. It's broken in the repair guys is 45 days and it's like that kind of got my blood boiling it's yeah. just like dang <laughs> right know? yeah ricardo's like well can we call somebody else like who can we call and the guy's just like i don't know man like yeah. you can try it calling somebody but i don't know who so, yeah. so anyhow yeah. I'll, I'll get off my uh, soapbox uh, and yeah. everybody out there have a great day great week thanks for listening to the podcast and i'll let jeremy take us out absolutely yeah if you can like great review and share this podcast we would appreciate it helps us with the algorithms and uh yeah until next week we will uh we'll be back with you guys then and and yeah have a great week appreciate you all